Hello, great thinkers, and welcome back to another episode of the Think Great Experience. I am so excited today because we are joined by Moni Jefferson, who is an active duty Air Force spouse, which is an amazing thing to be doing. And also, she's the co-founder of AMSE, Association of Military Spouse Entrepreneurs. And you've even referred to yourself as a serial entrepreneur. Moni, I just want to say welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Eric. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you. And the military spouse community, also known as the mill spouse community, holds a special place in my heart as a veteran. Uh, I have uh, been around military spouses for many, many years and also had the opportunity to work with them even after I was out. And I, and I just have to ask you, can you tell us a little bit about your background and about being a military spouse? Absolutely. So I am actually a military kid too. My dad served in the army and retired from the army. So I lived, I had the pleasure of living a life of a military child, which is always super fun. It has its super hard times, but it's really cool. Um, and then my husband, I met him when my dad was in the military and he joined the Air Force shortly after I graduated from high school. So I'm an Air Force spouse. We're about 20 years in. My husband says he's gonna keep going till they kick him out. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me, my military, my military background. I um, was a stay-at-home mom for 12 years uh, with my kids. Um, I did the whole PTA, carpool, sure. cooking, volunteering, reading to the classroom, sewing, making bows, like all these crazy things for like 12 years. Wow. And um, and then I started, I started to dabble in entrepreneurship. So I know that there's in the mill spouse community, there are a lot of entrepreneurs, that mindset in the community. But can you tell us a little bit about when you first became a military spouse? Because there's a lot of similar stories of what the experience was like. You know, you probably started going to family readiness programs and some of the events to help. Um, what was it like becoming a military spouse that first year? Well, I will say that because I was a military child, I feel like I had kind of an up in the game, yeah. you know, like I was like, oh, we're moving. You know what was coming. Family readiness center. I know I got to pack this this way. So I kind of knew a little bit about it, but the um, building a home and a career and taking care of yourself during those transitions as a, an adult. It's completely yeah. different. Um, so for me, it was very eye-opening. I had a really great example. My mother did it very well. She, we uprooted and she did a fantastic job making us feel as home every time we moved. Yeah. Um, but you know, I knew where to tap into the resources, sure. the military base. I knew the, the phone numbers had access things. I knew commissary was there. I knew I needed to get my ID card. I needed to enroll in Deers, but that's all because I had that information kind of sewn in me already. And a lot, a lot of the spouses don't. Right, absolutely. A lot of them are just coming straight out of high school. Um, they've never even lived around a military base. They don't even understand that they have to move every three years until they have to move the second time. They're like, wait, this is a real thing. Yeah, um, yeah it is, it is, um, it is a, a lifestyle learned in, in a very quick way. And we have some really great organizations in our space that support you military spouses, um, like Military Spouse Advocacy Network. So they actually offer um, guidance and resources and support yeah. for spouses who are new in the space, which is fantastic. You know, when I was, I, I enlisted in the Marines in 1987, I got out in 1991, and I don't think there were as many resources then as there are now. I think it was just, you just jump into the deep end of the pool and you just try and keep afloat. You know what I right. mean, right. I mean, there were some resources, but not like there are today. Um, you know, what? most people, when I mention the military spouse community, it's kind of eye-opening for them. In other words, there's a lot of people that agree, you know, we should support our troops, right? Mm -hmm. they, they'll wear the yellow ribbon. And when I say I'm here to support the mill spouse community, their eyes kind of open up and they go, wow, maybe I've forgotten about another segment of the military community, which are the spouses. And, and they want to help out, you know, they, they, they want to jump in, but they're not always sure where to. Now, you've actually created your own organization. Well, you're a serial entrepreneur, so you've created many of them. Um, to give people a better idea of the, the challenges that military spouses face, what are some of the sacrifices that you've seen them make? Because I've seen a ton from my end, but you're probably seeing, especially just the moving every three years, what are some, what are some of the sacrifices they're making day in and day out as a military spouse? 
Yeah, you know, and you bring up a really great point. Um, and we have this conversation all the time and people don't realize the amount of changes, sacrifices that military spouses make. It's kind of on the back end. It's like, you know that the member has a spouse and children, but you don't think of like, how can I support them automatically? You think of that's the right. veteran because that's how our society has been built, right? That's our culture. Right. And that the spouse just stays home and they have this perception of what a military spouse is. Military spouses have completely changed so much in the last, honestly, I will say in the last 10 to 15 years, it's, it's incredible. Um, military spouses, um, according to the 2019, or the 2019 DOD report, 22% of military spouses, active duty military spouses are underemployed. You and I both know it takes two incomes to run a household. So that affects the military spouse and the family in so many different ways. And I'm going to use myself for an example, because this is the reason why I started my own business to begin with. Mm -hmm. I stayed at home with my kids for, for 12 years. Um, I have a degree in public relations and communications. I went to school. I'm well-versed. I'm a social person. Um, and I started to feel like I was losing a sense of myself. And, and this is a, a very common story, what I'm saying. There are a lot of people that might not be able to resonate with this, but spouses who listen or, or, or spouses who their member, they stay at home with their kids, there's a portion of yourself that you begin to figure, try to think, what is it about me that makes me special? What can I do for myself, build my career? What are my gifts? What are my skills? How am I helping the world? And a lot of spouses feel that um, lack of motivation inspiration, yeah. self-doubt, self self-worth, even though they are good parents and they're, they're doing what they're meant to do in their season, they have to move every three years so you don't yeah. have a support network. You have a degree. A lot of spouses have degrees and they are can work, but because of some of the laws, they're not able to work and it's hard to find employment right. with a company when they know you're going to move every three years. And it's really hard on the military family itself because then you have the spouse who's miserable. You know, if the wife is not happy, nobody's <laughs> happy. <laughs> we, we, we know the happy wife, happy life phrase. <laughs> yeah. And there's just something to be said about a spouse who has, or a woman or a, anybody who has something of their own, right? That's right. They are working on something that they're good at. And yeah. that is why... AMC exists because I went through that co-founder, my co-founder went through that. We know how it feels. And we really wanted to just make a space where spouses could do that in a way that felt like they were doing it with community and a support network. I think people are going to be blown away when they hear that that under, under or unemployment rate for military spouses is 24% when the national unemployment rate right now is 6%. Yeah. You know, that's pretty significant. And you know, I've been hired outside, you know, from the military, all different branches to go in and do coaching. And I do a lot on goal setting. And mm -hmm. when I do a family readiness program, and I love meeting with the Marines and the sailors and the airmen and the mm -hmm. soldiers, and it's awesome. But when I get to participate in family readiness and hear from the spouses, I've learned a few things. They have a lot on their minds. Mm -hmm. They also have a lot of goals that, to a certain extent, like you mentioned with the three-year constant moving their goals get put on hold then mm -hmm. that's got to be frustrating and then on top of it yes some of them have degrees and maybe some have uh, postponed their schooling mm -hmm. but one of the things that always frustrated me was hearing the same story that it was hard for them to find work because some people didn't want to hire them because they knew they were going to be gone in three years mm -hmm. so that some of the better jobs may not have been offered to them or available because the employer is afraid they're going to lose them in three years right Right. You know, so and there's a there's a challenge that the mill spouse community faces that their counterparts in the civilian world may never understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a lot of times the spouses are overqualified for these jobs. Yeah, because they have several years of work experience, they have degrees, they have certifications, mm. but they're taking jobs wherever they can because they need to, at the end of the day, it's about the bottom line. They have yeah. to bring in money to take care of the household, right? That's part of life, but we're not able to do that if we can't get a, a good job every three years That's and advance right. in our career or our field of work, because every time we move, we have to start over from the bottom, which is great now that with, with the remote 
evolution that's apparently happening because of COVID, you know, everybody's like, oh, people can work from home for four hours a day and be this productive. This is, you know, like light bulb moment. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. Well, it's interesting because, you know, with, with the remote side of things, I'm sure you're finding military spouses thinking outside of the box on what they could do. Um, For me, I didn't realize until I started training them on goal setting that the entrepreneur spirit was flowing through the mill spouse community until I started asking them what their goals were. And so many women wanted to write books. They wanted to start a business. They, they had so many ideas that weren't just about getting a job, but about creating their own corporation, if you will, mm-hmm. which was so enthusiastic, you know, for me to hear that, but yet there's challenges with that too. So what led you, you know, to form your association? What, what prompted you to do that? And, and how long were you a spouse before you launched it? Yeah. Okay. So what led me to do it is because there were a lot of organizations in our space that do serve um, military, the military community business owner. Mm-hmm. But the core focus was veteran centric. Okay. And yeah. then through time, there has been an evolution of, or an awareness of, wait, spouses want to start businesses too. And so these organizations, which are amazing, have started to include spouses in these programs, mm-hmm. especially in the past like three years. And what I was noticing was that a lot of the programming, the resources, um, education, curriculum, webinars, uh, community was not branded and it was not um, Mm. ideal for the military spouse. Military spouses are, you you know, veterans are working on their second and third careers in these programs. They're usually settled, they're doing brick and mortars, they're, you know, establishing different types of businesses where spouses need businesses that can move every three years. They can work on night shift, they could set their own hours, they could set their own rate of pay, they could work in their own skill sets. And um, going through these programs and sitting through these classes, I was like, spouses, they're not, will not go to this. And then the other thing that we were noticing was that there's a plethora of resources, like our organization offers great resources, but what we offer that's invaluable is the community on top of it. So you're able to download the downloads, take the master classes, the curriculum, attend an event, and then you can layer it with coming to the community and asking follow-up questions. So I think that community site is so important because one of the biggest challenges in the mill spouse community is you've been taken away to a certain extent from friends and family, your own natural community, your own personal network, you're moved from them. So to have this community of mill spouse you know, uh, partners is huge. Yeah, it really is one of the biggest driving forces in our group. Like spouses will say it was because of this group that I didn't shut my business down because you guys encouraged me or the education was here or this masterclass inspired me. Like there are so many of those takeaways and that's what makes our organization so unique from a lot of the other ones. We specifically only only work with military spouse entrepreneurs. That is our audience. We do not want to stray from that. We want to provide, we want to serve them and we want to serve them well. Um, And so that's, that's what we're really proud of right now. You know, just being able to say that we're the only organization who, who serves military spouse entrepreneurs. Well, and for you, your role is really, and I know you mentioned this to me before, but seeing the growth of business owners, you know, helping them have that aha moment. And mm-hmm. um, maybe there's some on, on the top of your head that you can think about, but what is that like when you help a military uh, spouse to achieve levels of greatness in, in, in their life? Because it impacts their family too. So yeah. it's not just, it, it's, it's more than just the business. It impacts that entire uh, family members. But do you have any, you know, moments of greatness. I know you had a letter at one point saying that, you know, somebody didn't quit on themselves. So you're getting feedback all the time about this impact. Can you just share some of those stories with us? Yeah, absolutely. We had, um, we had a spouse that um, COVID hit and they were a brick and mortar and they were like, I don't even know what to do. Like, how do we even get this product in a store online? And it was a community driven support system. It was like, what do I do? I have to shut down. And everybody, you know, here's SEO information, website information, here's social media marketing information, all these different things. And, 
you know, just hearing afterwards, like, because of AMC, I didn't shut my business down. Like that lets me know that what I was put here on earth to do is, is being done. Like that is the actual goal. Just so spouses can feel empowered, have a place to go when they feel their most vulnerable or their most weakest. And then we can build them up as a community and really provide not only the verbal encouragement, because we can't get together right now, but, you know, really, really provide them with the resources that it's going to take for them to execute as well. So I I really, those stories, we get messages all the time. And I just, sometimes I'm like, I can't believe this person said this. And it's because of this program, or it's because of this masterclass or this connection. It's really um, humbling actually. And for me, I, I really, I have those moments. Um, now that I'm, you know, I look back, I was looking back yesterday, I was mad at like doing my social media and I ran across a picture and I was like, this person told me this one time or they opened this door one time. And I was like, that's how I got here. You know, it takes small pieces of people coming into your life to plant different seeds and reap them and sow them and, you know, pluck them and, you know, take care of them and water them different ways. Like all of these people are doing that as you grow. And I'm just so humbled to be a part of that process, my organization to be part of that process for them. Well, and you've, you've become kind of a a superhero in the mill spouse community. You've even, you've even teamed up with other military spouses to do other things. I mean, you're, you're creating a connection that is impacting so many lives right now. And, and I know one of your goals, you know, eventually you wanna get MC in every base mm-hmm. around the world. How, how, how does that work right now when it's on a base right now? What is that like? How do, how do people find out? If you're a military spouse, you go, I, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I got a business idea. Um, what do they do to, you know, make that happen with AMC or do they become a member or what does that process look like? Absolutely. So right now, you know, we're not on every base. It's not a program that's offered on every base. That is the large life. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, right. Not yet. You're putting, <laughs> I'm putting it into the world. I'm a big, that's right. um, but yeah, no. Um, so it's all word of mouth right now. We um, collaborate with multiple, a multitude of organizations, both military and non-military um, mm-hmm. to get the word out about what we're doing because we not only wanna get spouses to become of the or- become part of the organizations, but bring awareness to those organizations that don't even know spouses need their support. Sure. Um, so spouses can join AMC um, for free, it is a free mm-hmm. membership. They can join um, at amc.co. Um, it's all mostly word of mouth and social media right now. That's how we're getting the word out and also our partners. And how, how long has AMC been or when was it actually founded? Uh, November 19th, 2019. So we're wow. a year and 10 months old. Wow. And how many, can I ask how many members you have now? Absolutely. We have about 1,600. That is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I can't even believe it. Sometimes I'm like, people believe in our idea and they're like benefiting from it. And it's really surreal sometimes. And I know like some people and some really big companies are like 1600 is not a lot. 1600 in this space, when you can get 1600 spouses in a program in the military spouse space, when every organization has a program, that is a really big deal. (laughs) I I think it's, well, I, I think it's phenomenal on two levels. One, you launched right before the pandemic. Right. <laughs> so, and you know, when anytime you launch something right before the pandemic, you're like, uh-oh, but we didn't know it was coming. And two, it's a grassroots movement. You're not, you're not dumping a ton of money into marketing this. So people are spreading the word. And for 1,600 people to sign up, that's huge. That's, that's potentially 1,600 families that you can help. Absolutely. And enrich their lives. And it's already a tough life. Yeah. And Flossie and I have been in the space in a, for a while. Like, We've, we've done, we have really invested a lot of mentorship, guidance, time connections with the community, which is why when we said, Hey, we're opening these doors. Are you guys on board? They were like, sure. And organizations that are our partners and sponsors, they believe in what we're doing. And they know the impact that we're leaving is, is an economic impact. Like you said, it helps the military family. 
So by helping them with their business, sustain their business or launch their business, it's helping them bring mon money, revenue home. So it helps the military spouse emotionally and also helps the family financially. So it's, it's like perfect. Well, and to, yeah, there's so many thoughts going through my head on what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> earlier you mentioned that, you know, we're, we live in a society where it's a, it's a two family income, right? So, or a two income family, excuse me, but it's taking two incomes to run a family. And people aren't enlisting in the military for the money. It's, it's not a lot of money to begin with. <laughs> right. So, so you really need that extra source of income. And the fact that you're helping out with that is huge. And the, and the other difference is, is that when, when these organizations are focused on veterans starting their business, that's usually after their tour of duty, when they're finished. You're talking about a, a collection of people, the mill spouse community that need to start their business now mm -hmm. during the tour of duty for their spouse. And right. so these are there's definitely a unique circumstance, but adding that level of income to the family is huge. And when I share with people, you know, we started a foundation for military spouses only, which is just awarding scholarships. And we actually had our first event in November of 2019, and we awarded out over 25,000 in scholarships, which oh, was wow. which was awesome. Yeah, it was it was great to all different branches, and we actually hosted an event here in Minneapolis and in this area. And, uh, and eight of the, the women who had uh, been awarded scholarships walked across the stage and we awarded it to them in person. And two of them did not know that their husbands had sent in videos from their deployment congratulating oh, them. And so that is there wasn't a dry eye in the oh. crowd. And I even knew the videos were coming and I got choked up. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you the neatest thing that's happened since we launched the foundation is when I share with people that we support military families, but we do it through the military spouse community, there's almost an awakening that they have and they go, oh, why didn't I think of that before? And so there's, there's two great reasons yep. to support military spouses. One, the military spouse is an amazing person that has been sacrificing and, and at levels that we may never understand, also so committed that they're moving and, 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 and taking the family with them everywhere. But when you speak to most veterans or most military personnel, and, and I say, what can I do for you? They want you to look out for their family. Yep. And so I feel that, you know, bringing awareness to the mill spouse community is one of the greatest way to support our service members and our veterans that's ever existed. So I'm a hundred percent in with you. And, uh, and I know we're going to, we're going to do some great things because some of these women that need, and, and the guys too, right? There's probably a lot of uh, male spouses yeah. out there that are they're in the mill spouse community, but the mill spouse community, when they are ready to launch their business and, and they need support of education, that's where we come in to help out. We want to award scholarships. And the pandemic has been tough on our uh, foundation from receiving scholarships because everybody was holding on a little bit. I think we'll do about 10,000 in scholarships this year, which we're still excited about, or 2020. Um, but how has the pandemic impacted what you're doing right now? Um, well, like you said, we were already a virtual organization. Yep. We ran all of our master classes, co-working, group coaching, our curriculum. We have technology. Everything is already online. So for us, it was really, we had a growth. A, a, a big growth um, during that time. Cause that's where spouses were like panicking, you know, like, well, what, what does sure. this mean for me? What does this mean? And that's how we're able to reach so many spouses. But for our organization, um, we are a, you know, we are a for-profit organization. So some of our funding did slow down a little bit. Yeah. A lot of people were, you know, holding on to their money. A lot of organizations were like, wait a minute, we don't know what's happening with this and that. And, Absolutely. We completely understood. Um, but our organization has grown immensely. Even through the pandemic, we have been very, we have thrived. We've been very viable. We have continued to secure um, sponsorships and partnerships that have allowed us to grow and continue to provide more resources for the spouses. So we have been very fortunate and very blessed and so have many of our members. So you're actively looking for members, but you're also actively looking for sponsors, people who believe in the cause. 
Absolutely. We are always looking for organizations who align with our mission and values to provide a resource or finances, scholarships so that the spouses could be a part of the program as well and to help us um, continue our initiative. You know, we are a small team of four. <laughs> so it's me, it's uh, COO Flossie Hall, and it's two other team members. And, you know, that's how we run. It's, it's literally people think it's like a huge company sometimes. And I'm like, no, it's four people. <laughs> now, everybody involved is a military spouse. Yes, everybody that is a part of our a team is a military spouse. All of our chapter leaders are military spouses. Our writers are military spouses. Um, yes. <laughs> so what is a, what exactly is a chapter leader then? And, and how many chapters do you currently have? Absolutely. So we actually were set to launch chapters before COVID happened. And yeah. then we decided to just go ahead and do it. We'll just do it virtually. We'll figure it out. We'll make it happen, right? We don't let yeah. anything stop us over here at AMC. <laughs> We're like, we'll try it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, so we launched eight chapters in 2020. Wait, 20. I'm like, wait, what year are we in? Okay, it's confusing. <laughs> it is confusing. We launched, uh, we launched eight chapters. And uh, this year we're launching another, we're set to launch another 20. Um, our chapter leaders are essentially our boots on the ground. They are leaders in communities. The goal of having a community chapter is to have the spouses not only connect with military spouses in their area, but also the community outside, yeah. the local chambers, the SBA. They can find sponsors as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So um, our community chapters are growing. Um, they are also, you know, able to get sponsors and, and have sponsorships for each area as well. Um, they essentially host uh, four meetings a year, okay. quarterly meeting. They can meet more, more than that if they want to. And it's a networking and, and educational time where we have a speaker come and talk about one of our core topics for the year. Oh, that's great. Now the chapters, are they based geographically or is it based on a specific base or a camp? How do you determine a chapter? Man, so the first time we launched, we kind of were just like, let's let's throw it out there and let's see what it what works. Make, making it up as you go, I like it. Hey, you know, I'm yeah. not listen. You know, it is. I, I hear you. Entrepreneurship <laughs> is like that. You throw it out there and see what sticks. Mm -hmm. Um. So, uh, what we learned from launching the first round was that we needed to do some more. Um, research on the areas that they were going to launch and make sure that there were spouses in the area that could go. So, um, or that were, were in the vicinity. So um, we have, like I said, it doesn't, it depends. What we're looking for is a high volume of military spouses, whether it's retired, active duty, any branch okay. of service. Um, and we're looking for spouses. We're looking for that. And we're looking for areas where spouses can access the chapters easily. So, you know, it is ideal to have it like we're going to have one in Tampa, we're going to have one in Virginia, DC. So those are really high volume areas where there's a lot of spouses. Yeah. But I like that you're not just, it's not just limited to active duty military spouses. Oh, it's no. also veteran spouses. Absolutely. Which really opens up the door for so many more people to be on yeah. your site. Yeah. And spouses are, veteran spouses are transitioning too. And That's I think right. like, I think with the education we have now, spouses are thinking more ahead to transition. Whereas before it wasn't really talked about until like you were right. about to retire and you're like, well, you're a spouse, what are you going to do? And you're like, oh, I guess I have to do something. So we're really encouraging spouses to take their careers into their own hands and start building that ahead of time as well. Not yeah. just wait till it's time to clock out and your spouse is home and now you're trying to learn to build a business. That's you know, right. so we are every spouse. We say once a spouse, always a spouse. <laughs> hey, look, I was in the Marines. I, I once a Marine, always a Marine. I love that saying. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you're absolutely right, though, because it doesn't matter how long the spouse was um, married to the person during that service, you're still picking up on things from military experiences. You know, you become better having been associated with everybody in the military. Yep, exactly. And that's why people need to hire more military spouses. Yes. They're and spouses are brave. They're brilliant and they're bold. They're literally, Ooh. they're really, they will try anything. The they, three B's. They, 
they, <laughs> they <laughs> those are some of my favorite words. They will literally try anything. They will learn any skill. They can pack up and move a house in like two weeks. What do you think they can do for your company? Like I'm telling you, you know, well, and, skills. and they have, they have, they have strong values. They have strong yeah. levels of loyalty and commitment. Yeah. They will do anything for their family. And what's interesting is most businesses say that I say, describe your business. I say, we're like a family. We'll get a military spouse in there. They know how to take care of a family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm so passionate for the mill spouse community because I feel like, I feel like you and the rest of the spouses out there, they're really our unsung heroes. They're the glue that holds everything together for the military. And even though we may have, you know, in some form, 2 million men and women serving right now, we very well could have about a million spouses out there that nobody thinks about on a daily basis. And they're not out there making a ruckus. You don't see them on the news complaining. They're not marching anywhere. They're, they're <laughs> handling their day-to-day -day lives. And, and typically at the highest levels of integrity, which Absolutely. I know is a big word for you, integrity. Yeah, integrity is important. Yeah, and, and in the military world, you know, the mill spouse community, why is that such an important trait for you? Integrity. You know, what I, what I do and the spouses that I work with, I do it because of, I feel like it's my gift and it's my heart, right? And the people that are part of what we're doing, they have to have integrity to know yeah. that we know that when we're not looking or nobody's looking, that you're still doing the right thing, that you're making the right decisions, that you are in this and you're a part of what we're doing for the right intentions. And it's just really important. It's, it's something that it's, it's a value that I hold dear to my heart. Integrity is just doing the right thing when nobody's watching or even if nobody else is doing it and you're the only person, but you know, it's the right thing to do. That is that it takes a powerful person. I, I love that word too. You know, it was something that was, as they say in the Marine Corps, it was throat punched into us during our whole, <laughs> well, maybe they're a little over the top on everything, but Integrity is important. And I can imagine that dealing with the military spouse community, that sense of integrity is almost built in with the fact that you are a military spouse yourself. Um, one of the common things I've heard from service members, veterans, and military active duty and veteran spouses is there's a lot of organizations that come up to help the military community, uh, whether it's the veteran, the, the service member, or the spouse, because they want to do the right thing. But there's also a lot that come up that um, there's some money to be made in helping out the communities yes. and, and, and they, you know, military families, they can sniff those agencies out <laughs> pretty quick. Mm -hmm. I think the reason that ours and probably yours too has had so much success is that built-in level of trust that I served. You are currently serving as a military spouse because you have a lot that you've sacrificed to make commitments to, but it makes people feel good when they know you've gone through the journey Yeah, and you're still on it. But yeah. I know from our standpoint, when we're asking people to donate to the cause, um, they, they can find a lot of assurance in the fact that myself and some of our board members served, uh, the rest of our board are complete patriots and all in, but there's a lot of agencies or associations out there that have taken advantage of military people. They're not all up and on the up and up. Yeah. Yep. And I think that that is what's caused such a huge, um, kind of like, this sounds too good to be true. Right. Yeah, like that's wait, right. the membership is free. It's too good. Yeah, to what do you getting out of this? Yeah. You know, yep. um, you know, but we're very transparent. We say like our, you know, our fundraising and our support comes from people knowing we're helping the military spouse. Yeah. So we are very honest with everything that we do um, in our organization. And we just released our 2020 military spouse impact report. It is all the data and information on our members that they allow us to share with the world. Yeah. Um, and that shows where we spend, we are not a nonprofit, so we don't have to report dollars or where we're spending our money. But as an organization, we want other organizations to see that even because you're for-profit, we're a social impact organization and we are doing good in the space. And so we're able to put that information out there. Kind of goes back to integrity. Absolutely. <laughs> you, can, you can post... That's you know, right. because you made this much money every this year, where did you spend it? Well, 75% was spent on our members, you know, like this is, this is the truth. That's this right. is what we do. This is why we do it. Yeah. Um, 
you know, nobody starts a business to get rich, you know, right away. So, you right. know, <laughs> you know, it's going to take some time. You know what's gonna, and, and you're hoping that people start a business because they're passionate, right? Yes, yes. If and they're I, just seeing dollar figures. I think they're a little off, but passion for people and yeah. Yeah. And you said something earlier to me, not only am I a military spouse, but we are we are building this business just like the spouses in our organization are building. Yeah. We're we're steps ahead of some of them or most of them. Yeah. But we are building every day. We're still managing some of the same tasks, going through the same emotional tolls, moving our organization from here to there. Sure. And um, so I think that's also, we're, we're just very honest about all of that. Well, here's what I'm committed to. I've always been committed to the mill spouse community and, and enriching the lives of military families. I'm committed to get your membership number to over 10,000. I, I mean, right? Like, when you hear all the great things that you're doing and the huge community of military and veteran spouses out there, we need more of them signing up, especially since it's free. Yeah, we need, so, more. we need more. And it's insane because, um, so before I launched AMSI, I had another yeah. membership group. So I had done a lot of research on memberships and like yeah. how to get people enrolled and all the marketing behind it. And for what we offer, the price point is like insane. People, are, people, marketing experts have come and said, I can't believe this is free. You're insane. You're crazy. And we're like, our spouses need it. Like, this is what we need to do. do to serve them. And yeah, you're right. Like, you know, we have our curriculum. We have over 75 downloads and printables. We have the master classes, and the master classes are hosted by organizations like nasdaq like linkedin like monday like hubspot like tailwind and pinterest like all these companies that can really help spouses navigate and implement strategies they need to be successful you know so it's it's pretty and it's pretty crazy you so know can you why, tell we, us why don't we have ten thousand members yet <laughs> i know well i'll tell you what i'm i'm calling some commanders and hey. i'm getting this i'm getting the word out there hey. because we really need this i mean yeah. You know, my, my personal vision statement is to enrich the lives of military families in a world free of cancer, because my wife has had cancer many times. And that, that first part, her and I, you know, her father was in the Marine Corps. I was in the Marine Corps. My brother was in the Army. I got a neighbor that was in the Navy. All right, whatever. We still talk. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the reality is, is that, you know, we all know people who have served and they all have families. And what you're doing is just absolutely phenomenal. So, so everyone listening, we need to make a commitment to share this with more military and veteran spouses. And, and I'm also going to make the commitment, Moni, that you and I will talk offline. And if there's ways that my company, Think Great, can offer something of value as uh, part of your curriculum, I'm all in. So, uh, so we're here to help you as well. Can you tell us a little bit about the curriculum? Let's say there's a military spouse listening right now, and, and he or she has this great business idea, doesn't know where to start except signing up for AMSI, right? They get started there. What does this journey look like for them? What are some of the takeaways that you have? Yeah, absolutely. So as a, as a new member of AMSI, you get a digital dashboard. So you have a place that has all of your goodies in it. And it has you go through building your business the AMSI way, which is seven units, 65 modules. And the first thing wow. you said is the first unit we cover where do I get started? Most of the spouses um, are probably already making money doing some of these businesses, but they don't know why they're doing it. Yeah. Um, they're just doing it. And it takes them through like, wh what, what does success look like to me? What is my mission? What are my values? Um, you know, different things like that, that really is like the core reason which we were talking about the passion, like why you started your business. Yeah. Because if you can't hone in on that, and come back to be reminded of it when things are not going well in six months or That's you right. haven't gotten a paid client in three weeks and you need to make you know rent or whatever it is you're gonna have to remember why you're doing what you're doing um and it takes you through different units legal finance go to market but you know all these different things that you need in your business that a lot of spouses are forgetting it I, me myself i'm one of them that didn't really pay attention to like my finances and things like That's that right. and, 
and say, well, what, what is the bottom line? What is my overhead? Am I making a profit? What does that look like? And so it takes them through the seven units and 65 modules. Um, so that is the building your business the ANSI way. I love um, the idea of them receiving that digital dashboard. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Well, we know that spouses are all in different time zones. Yeah. They're all on different schedules. That's right. You know, so we want to make sure that the spouse has access to the resources they need when it, when they have time to do it. Right. Yeah. So the dashboard's available 24 seven. Um, and then the master classes, if they can't make it during the day. So like a lot of our European countries can't make it because sure. we have spouses in Japan and Alaska and, you know, England, and they can't make it because the classes are during the day in US time, they're able to just go in and listen to the replay. That's awesome. So we wanted to make sure it was accessible to everybody that everybody had the opportunity to be to to have the resources. I mean, you're starting at the basics with them. Here's where you need to start with your business. But then right. you elevate all the way into the kind of advanced thinking. Yes, well, 90% of our spouses, I will say 85 to 90% are at the early stages, they're making less than $10,000 a year. Yeah. They are, they have a business, but it's not, they're not making money the way they need to be. They could be, um, or they have an idea that they don't even know how to get started and it's overwhelming. Yeah. Well, tell me about a sponsorship. Who are you looking for? Who would make a good sponsor for AMC? Oh gosh. Or maybe you can mention some of the sponsors you currently have to give people an idea. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, we are looking for an organization whose mission is to make social and economic impact in the military community. We're not just talking about organizations who have, um, you know, funding just set aside to just give to anybody. We really want it to make sure it aligns with our values and that we're going to be serving the spouses with the type of sponsor that with the sponsorship that comes in. Yeah. Um, currently, we have some of our sponsors right now are... Um, USAA, of course, sure. um, Amazon military, um, of course, they're, they align with our values and, and they want to support the military spouse, yeah. especially in business. We have, um, we just uh, got a really great uh, donation from um, DraftKings. Um, so, so it's been really great to work with companies that they want to make a deeper social impact. And it doesn't matter that we're not a nonprofit because that's one of our biggest struggles. Yeah. Organizations will, you know, say, hey, you're not a nonprofit, so we can't support your initiative, even though your initiative should be a nonprofit is what we always get like, yeah, you know, and it just it is what it is. But we are always looking for organizations to help fund our missions. We can't yeah. do anything that we're doing without funding. I, I think that's I think that's fantastic. And I think just like there's so many more spouses that should be joining AMSI, there's so many sponsors out there that need to hear about you. Yeah. And what you're doing. And, I, and it's crazy because we do have these conversations and we get on the phone with them and then they're like, oh, spouses need jobs. It's like, it, it's a lot, it's that, it's that you see their whole face yeah. just light up. Like, why don't we have that discount? Why don't we have that program? Yeah. Wait a minute. Why isn't this initiative being a part of our, our portfolio? Like there's all these, it, their faces, it's hilarious. I'm like, I always sit there and I'm like, this is insane that there's more awareness about this or that companies are only thinking of veterans. Not that we don't love our veterans. Yeah. Not that we don't value the work that, you know, our veterans have done, but the spouses really are the ones who need a lot more of the support that the veterans have out there. That's right. Access to certain certain discounts, access to certain right. funding, access yeah. to all of these things. Spouses don't get the, spouses don't get access to that. It's the veteran. That's why we, I know, that's why we call our uh, kind of a tagline for our Think Great Foundation is we launch events called Homefront Heroes. So we, we honor our Homefront Heroes, which is the military spouse community, because they do really go unnoticed. And yet they are doing so much for the family and for that service member. I can't tell you where my DD-214 is right now, but my wife knows. But all of that too is, is also helping our country. That's right. A bigger purpose, like my military member can go to work or they can go to serve our country and be at peace because the spouse is home. Inevitably, it helps our entire nation, That's you know? Right. So it's... It is a, a domino effect. And I do think- But I've seen that look on people's faces too when yeah. they'll say, well, what are you working on? I said, well, our foundation is for military spouses because they sacrifice so much every day. 
and they're all, why am I not thinking of this? So yeah, they, I think a lot of the aha moments is just bringing awareness to the male spouse community. There's, we're just not seeing or hearing enough of them. And I'm just committed to being a voice for the military spouse community. And there's a lot of great voices like you, like Flossie, uh, but even from a veteran standpoint, you know, you have another voice here that's 100% committed, our foundation and our company, to get the word out there. Everything about the male spouse community. I think it Absolutely. And the more people we, even if we all got together, we would never be able to reach every single spouse. Right. That's why one of our core values is collaboration. Our, our entire organization wants to collaborate with as many people and organizations that have the same initiative and they are, you know, driven by the same values to help us because we cannot do this alone and we have not done it alone. We had an idea, we had the purpose and the passion and the heart to kind of put it all together, but it is organizations and communities like like yourself who come and say, wait, what are you doing? How can we support you? And we are stronger together and stronger in numbers. So absolutely collaborations all day long. Well, and it's probably very easy for someone, especially new in the male spouse community, to feel alone, kind of like you're on an island by yourself. Yep. Um, I, know, I know for you, the saying, we rise together is important. Mm-hmm. Um, how many times have you had to rely on that saying as a military spouse or even starting your own business? Oh, man. Well, I will say in the beginning, you know, when I started my first business, I certainly did not feel like we rise together. I certainly felt like I need to fig- I needed to figure it out as a military spouse on my own. Yeah. Um, we rise together comes from the idea that even though there are others that are serving spouses and maybe doing something similar, like I said, we cannot all reach all the spouses. Right. So we doing it together organizations together, sitting at tables together, collaborating, talking, um, kind of pivoting off of each other is how we are gonna rise together. We cannot do it alone. The spouses in our community, they are part of the we rise together because Flossie and I could not do this alone. It is the community who makes us what we are, right? It is not me and Flossie. That's right our organization, it is our community, it's our members, it is our military centric, heartfelt core of why we started AMC to begin with. That is we rise together. And I I think it's so important that we help, that we help the military Mm -hmm. spouse community rise together because, you know, when I look back on when I, when I served, if you, I was stationed at Yuma, Arizona or El Toro, California, and when you go out into those communities, you could always tell the, who the Marines were by their haircuts. We stood out, <laughs> you know? So oftentimes the service member stands out, either they're in uniform or you can tell their haircut, yeah. but the spouse always blended in mm-hmm. and, and they're out there. We're just not looking at them. We're not hearing them all the time. And mm-hmm. I think what you're doing, you and Flossie, what you're doing is so needed and, and so uh, past due, if you will. We're long overdue to see the rise of the military spouse community in in the business world. They just bring so much to it. Well, thank you. And and we want, if you are listening and and you want to support us, reach out to us. We are here. We are ready to listen. We are ready to do it together to help the spouses. Well, let me, let me ask you this. What's, what's up ahead for you? I know you want to get on every base around the world and I'm committed to help you with that goal. Um, but what are some other things that you're working on, maybe you and Flossie together, other things in the male spouse community? Absolutely. So um, we are actually working on the Military Spouse Appreciation Day, which is May 8th. And we plan on celebrating spouses a couple of different ways. We are going to be doing some great giveaways. We're also working on um, a partnership with Mission Valley Mall in San Diego, sponsored by USAA, where they are going to be giving spouses booths for the day, which is fantastic. Um, We also have the chapters that are launching soon. So if you are interested in a chapter or want to get to know more about it, just go to amc.co backslash chapters. We're gonna be working on our third issue of the Military Spouse Entrepreneur Guide um, in partnership with Stars and Stripes, which will go out globally um, in early fall. Yep, we just uh, released our second one. Oh my gosh, what else are we working on? Um, Our new membership comes out soon. So we, um, you know, we built the MVP. (laughs) 
<laughs> the MVP takes a lot of man hours, but we're able to get a great, um, we are, we're, I'm calling it a glow up. So the spouses will now have an interactive uh, platform to uh, awesome. access all their resources, their curriculum and everything. So that is right around the corner. Um, what else? Goodness. I think that's everything. Well, we're working on that first goal of 10,000 members too. I know. Listen, we need, I am so putting that out into the universe. <laughs> put it out there. Put it out there and say, well, Eric said, we're going to get 10,000 because I'm committed. I'm, I, I've got a, I've got an email that I'm going to work on. I'll, I'll coordinate it with you, but I'm going to get it out to some of the commanders. Um, I also have to ask you, you have your own big project you're working on for children. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit because, okay, because when I, when I found out you were doing this, my daughter and I are writing a, a children's book together. Really? That yes. is so exciting. It is. It just, every time I go to sit down to like look at it or write it, it really just makes me think of my grandmother and my grandmother passed away a few years ago. So uh, personally, I am working on a few things. So um, yes, uh, my mother is, um, my grandmother died a few years ago and there are many Puerto Rican folk tales. And this one is called Don Juan y la Changuita. And it is a story that has not been written in books yet. Um, that a lot that a Puerto Rican families just say all the time, tell their kids all the time. And um, I have been asking my mom to do it for years and she hasn't budged like at all. <laughs> and then one day I was like, well, my kids, they like to draw and my, my middle daughter, she's like, her drawing is insane. Uh, she's very skilled at it. And so I just called my mom one night and I was like, listen, I've been asking you about this book and you know, Zahara is a really great drawer. She could illustrate the book. And within two weeks, I had the entire book written. My wow. mom, you know, wrote it. So my, um, it took her a while to write it all out because you have to translate it from Spanish to English. And so now we're working on just kind of getting the manuscript all together. And Zahara is starting a little bit of illustration. So it's really cool to yesterday, she spent about two hours drawing the book. Um, How old is she? Means, uh, Zahara is 12. Wow. Yeah. So she's drawing different scenes and has different ideas. And so that's really cool. And um, just to hear uh, my mom's retired and just to hear her kind of get excited and light up about the project, it just makes my heart happy. Um, well, here you are starting another business now as, a, as an <laughs> author. <laughs> I'm not, I'm going to call myself on the project manager. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair I'm just enough. putting but, all the pieces together because I see something there and I'm yeah. like, you know, there should be a legacy of these women in our family who have told this story over and over again. Sure. So, well, and, and to a certain extent, you're following the principles of AMC. Yeah. You know, you're, you're using your own model to get this business off the ground. You already have a publisher picked out. Do you, <sighs> we have a couple of that you're looking ideas, at ideas. Yeah. But nothing, nothing for sure yet. So yeah, my daughter and I are going on Wednesday to meet with a, uh, a publisher. Oh, so that's I, exciting. we're doing it kind of, yeah, it's like a daddy. Well, cause she's 14. So, um, this is an idea we've had for way too long. And <laughs> now we're finally, making we have our first happen. story written. What's that? <laughs> making it happen. We are making it happen. Exactly. So we're going to do a little dad's day out and, uh, go visit the publisher and sit down and talk and, and see what's involved with a children's book. I've written many other books, but they're, they're business type books. Yeah. So this is my first time in the, in the children's realm, but it is exciting seeing her light up, just talking about those mm -hmm. ideas. So, you know, to impact children with stories is, that's a whole new level for me. So I'm, I'm excited about it too. Yeah, that's exciting. And then um, Roy's coming up on 20 years this year, but like I said, we're, we're going to stay in. My oldest will be graduating next year. So we're doing a lot of fun preparation for that. Can I ask what rank he is? Uh, Roy is an 04. Okay. All right. So he's a major in the Air Force. Yes. Yes, right. we were enlisted before, you know, we did. So he's got the prior enlisted, right? He's a maverick. Yeah, yeah Roy was a security officer, <laughs> a special okay. security forces uh, for six years. And then he got out and he did a ROTC program. Okay. And I don't know if you know this about me. Uh, we actually sold one home and bought eight while oh. he did the ROTC program. I did not know that part. We did rental property for eight you years. You are a serial entrepreneur. Seriously, I that I don't know if I consider that entrepreneurship because it was like survival for us. It was like this is income that's going to come in by managing these houses while Roy was out of the military, and so it was really great. But man, 
I was just telling somebody, I was like, when I sold, uh, sold them in 2015, I swear I got like 10 years of age back on my face because it is stressful. That property management side is tough. It's not as easy as people think. It's really hard. So, um, so yeah, we're staying in, we have another, you know, Roy said he's going to keep staying until they, they kick him out. Well, please, on behalf of all of our listeners, thank him for his service. Thank you. And we appreciate you for all of your sacrifices and just the commitment you made and being the glue that helps hold it all together. Um, We value you. We value you and the entire military spouse community more than you'll ever know. But we're going to get the word out there. You are you are just doing some amazing things out there. You, uh, Flossie and some of the other spouses that have joined forces with you. I'm I'm so impressed with what you're doing. And it's so needed. Yeah. It's so needed, especially right now. You know, if it, if somebody is wanting to start their business or just head in a pathway, and maybe we can speak specifically to those military spouses that are listening right now, what are some key pointers that you might have or a couple steps they could take in that right direction? Aside from becoming, you know, a member, what about just the way they think, the way they act? Do you have some pointers for somebody that wants to get their life and their family pointed in that greater direction? Yeah, absolutely. So some, a lot of times the spouses that we are meeting, they don't think of what they're doing as a business and they're calling it a side hustle or just Mm -hmm. a side gig. The fact is that it really is a business. Yeah. You're making a dollar off of it. It is a business. And if you have a skill that's generating revenue, it is a business. So my first thing would be to, to change your mindset that you are a boss that you've got this, no matter how big or small, whether it's, you know, have a hundred employees or just you, you are a boss, you've got this, you can create a business. Um, The second thing would be to take action and make it official if you haven't done so yet. Have you created your LLC? Are you a sole proprietor? Really make those steps and have a bank account so that you know that that's how you're going to run your business. Um, And lastly, I would say, give yourself grace and try not to run this lifelong marathon because it really does not, this, this, this does not end. Once you reach one goal as an entrepreneur, you have another one. And don't forget that everybody is still figuring it out. So just because you're at the early stages doesn't mean other people still aren't figuring it. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, they're not, they're not in it alone. Yeah. We're just at different stages of trying to figure it all out. And I think you know, yeah, you're not in alone, you know, so give yourself grace and give yourself time to really learn and navigate how to run the business the way that you want it to be. Well, and by connecting with you, by connecting with AMSI, they can really collapse timeframes on all the experiences yeah. that you, you and the rest of the mill spouse community have. They, they don't have to go at it alone. They can borrow all that knowledge and yeah. get things done right the <laughs> first time, every time. Jeez. Yeah, so no. Certainly when we, when we first launch our businesses, we're making it up as we go. And it's a little scary. Yo, it's so scary. You're Googling all the time. You're crying. You're happy. You, you're like wearing all the hats. It's, yeah. it's so hard. It's so hard running a business alone. Um, but what makes it easier is having that community and then having a place to just actually go and find the resources instead of Google, 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 yeah. which we love Google. That's not what we're saying. But it's great that it would be put in a place it's already vetted it's a resource we trust and it is true to what you need as a military spouse to have a successful pcs proof business you know it was interesting when i when i was in each base was its own city Mm -hmm. you know it had as much in there as they could so you didn't have to leave the base Mm -hmm. and what i'm hearing is that amc you've pulled all these great things together you have like a base a whole compound for military spouses, for those entrepreneurs. And that's so critical. They just need that to know where the resources are. Yeah. You know, again, I'm, I'm so grateful you were able to be on the show today. I, I really respect you and everything you're doing and, and valued everything you said today. And if somebody's listening, somebody's in the mill spouse community, somebody knows somebody, what is the best way for them to maybe multiple ways for them to get a hold of you and learn more? Yeah, absolutely. They can just go to amse.co, A-M-S-E dot C-O. Um, there is the link that t- tells you all about of our membership, uh, how to get involved, if you want to partner or sponsor, um, if you want to become part of, j- of a chapter, there's all of the guides and resources on there as well. So just amse.co and all of our social handles are amse agency. 
That is so awesome. You are doing great things and you are helping people all over the world to achieve greatness. So thanks again for being on the show. It was an absolute pleasure having you. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much for allowing me to share um, our initiative and um, and my heart about what we're doing with the community. So thank you so um, much.